0: The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
1: Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one. With your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life. Like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help. From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Lighthouse Coffee. Grand Lighthouse Coffee is the e-commerce business that sells certified organic fair trade coffee, either whole bean or grinded. Chemicals do not touch the beans and the farmers who grow the green coffee are paid and treated fairly. Coffee beans are made to order so you will get freshly roasted beans no later than seven days after being roasted. Grand Lighthouse also provides memberships for families and businesses depending on how much coffee you purchase per month. For more information and updates, follow, like them on Instagram, Facebook at Grand Lighthouse Coffee or visit their website at GrandLighthouseCoffee.com. And don't forget to use your promo code EastWest to get 10% off. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Leyenda Tequila This tequila knows there's no substitute for a great taste This award winning and organic tequila is handcrafted and comes in four different flavors Grand Leyenda takes great pride introducing the world to organic tequilas that do not compromise quality To learn more visit granleyendatequila.com. Grand Leyenda, the official tequila of the East West Football Podcast you Must be 21 and older to enjoy Please drink responsibly This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. This is how it works. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Make sure you use promo code EASTWEST when you sign up, and you'll receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of at least $20. Download Thrive Fantasy from the App Store, Google Play Store, or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today
0: out for the battle heavily when evaluating talent
2: teams should be drafting for the future and not just immediate needs it all starts with the quarterback position
3: thank you for listening to the east west football podcast with jerry martinez kendall whitley and now here is your host fidel Baraza.
1: thank you for listening to the east west football podcast i am your host fidel barraza alongside Ooh. with me like always jerry martinez kendall willie what's going on guys
0: Hey, what's going on, man? Last show before the big game? I'm ready to call. I'm ready to talk about it, man. Let's go.
2: Wow, man. How many days to the Super Bowl? How many days?
0: Thursday, Friday, Thursday.
2: Three more days? Three more days to the big game. We finally made it, guys. We finally made it.
0: It's been a long season, man. It's
1: been a long season. So tonight we bring you a special edition of the East-West Football podcast a Super Bowl 55 edition. But we will also be talking to NFL draft prospect from Midland University, Warren Thomas, later on in the show. But let's let's get to it, guys. Let's talk about the big game, Super Bowl 55. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, I guess you can say at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because this Super Bowl is going to be playing in Tampa.
0: Yeah, man. This, man. When you look at it, I mean, it's the Chiefs at Tampa. You know, it's, it's the big game. Technically, the Buccaneers are the home team. But um hey man, it's I think we're in store for a, a good a good one. It's a lot of stars that's gonna be on the field, offense and defense. I mean, look at Tampa Bay, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Garwin, Cameron Bray, uh Rob Gronk, you got Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, then you got Tom. I mean, it's just so many you the Chiefs. We already, I mean, they're they, you already know what they're about. Offense and defense. They got just plenty of talent. Man, I think it's gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's going to be a, bit, a good game it's going to be a good game man i can't wait i cannot wait
2: can could the i mean could could anybody have painted a perfect picture you know when it comes to a super bowl matchup i mean i i think that this is the most i mean not only has it been one of the most unique years so to say right for lack of better terms with with everything that that as a nation, that we've all had to overcome and and you know fight through obstacles to get here, but you know for the NFL season to proceed and be able to manage to get to it and then get into the playoffs, and then you know you got Tom Brady who was who I mean is the greatest of all time, but how, how many Super Bowls? Six Super Bowls, and for him to go to one team. Which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, changed the way that organization just runs their show and becomes the face of their franchise. And they're hosting Tampa Bay is hosting the Super Bowl. For them to be able to do that in less than a in less than a season, just amazing. And you know, we all predicted that we would see the Chiefs back in the Super Bowl. So no better Super Bowl matchup than anybody could have expected. I know that. Fidel, yeah, I think you were probably one. You were probably like a lone wolf saying that they were, that Tampa Bay would make it to the uh, to the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, but here we yeah, are. Prior to
1: the season, yeah, I did uh, I did pick uh, Tampa Bay to uh, go to the Super Bowl. Um, man, this is going to be a very interesting game. So, I mean, you have the goat, Tom Brady, and you got the baby goat, Patrick Mahomes. Right? Um, Tom Brady is forty three years old. He's even playing in his tenth Super Bowl. Some players don't even make it a one. I mean, that alone is just incredible.
2: It is.
0: It's just crazy, man. I mean, just look what he did in New England. Then he carried it over his first season. And like we point out all week on our Super Bowl shows on Facebook, no OTAs, no offseason, new players. Antonio Brown comes in midseason. season. I mean, it's it 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 was crazy. I Man, ever since that last, I think their last loss was against the Rams. No, was it the Chiefs. What? It's a crazy thing. The Chiefs was the, was the last game they lost. So, and they've done they've won a bunch of games since then. I mean, they went to New Orleans, beat Drew Brees, a team that beat them twice in the season. Went to Green Bay, beat the real hot Packers. Uh, went to Washington against that rough that rough defense down there and beat them. So, I mean, if they, if they can pull it off, that they, they well deserving. And now they cap it off, to put the ice on the cake. It's the it's the hardest team It's the Super Bowl champions. It's to have fun Kansas City Chiefs. And hey, we we'll see.
2: I mean, you said it, man. Well, I mean, there's any, there's nothing else I can say to to uh to add to that.
1: Yeah, let's let's break down the matchup a little bit. So I want to start out by talking about the Chiefs offensive line versus that ferocious Tampa Bay uh defensive front. Uh let's start out with Jerry. How do you see this matchup?
2: Man, when you look at it, I mean, it, it's hard to count out, you know. Well, nobody should ever count out Patrick Mahomes, and we've learned that. I mean, regardless, he he, when he needs to, he puts the he puts he puts everything on his shoulders, and he bails out his team out of some ugly situations. Um, but when you look at it, Tampa Bay right now, that defense is red hot, and Tom Brady has been here what, 10 times already? So he knows the atmosphere. He knows exactly what he needs to do to win. So when you look at the big picture, I mean, it's going to come down to, can that defense uh, duplicate what they did previously uh, in the actual NFC Championship game to slow down Patrick Mahomes' magic, right? I I just think that, or should we call him the red Ferrari, right? (laughs) But, Going back, you know, going back to the whole thing, I mean, this is going to be one of the, I think it's going to be one of the most difficult games to predict. I mean, my heart says Tampa, but, oh man, with Patrick Mahomes behind center, I mean, can you really count them out and say it's going to be an easy win for, for either team?
0: No, you 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 really can't, man. It's a, and that's a great matchup, you know, that um like I said and like you just said, Jerry, if that defensive line can get after Mahomes and get after that cheating and then you know, we keep forgetting that the Chiefs are missing a couple starts on the offensive line. They'll left they'll start left tackle Fisher, he's out and I think the other the other tackle's are out, I believe so. Well, he's been out since early in the year. you know, you know he yeah. yeah, he's out so and then this defensive line for Tampa is red hot. Barrett and Pierre Paul, they get Vader back. You, we already know what Sue's gonna do. I mean this this defense. I don't. You look at it. It's, it looks like a mismatch. If you want to say when you when you when you look at the the office line with the Chiefs with 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 them missing those two starters and it is rare hot defensive line from Tampa. So it's gonna be interesting to see. But if they can hold up, a Mahomes he can get that secondary for Tampa can be had. If they get if 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 that, if Mahomes gets time, that secondary for Tampa it can be had.
2: <laughs> Are we doing our picks already? <laughs>
1: Uh, we will here in a bit, but first, uh, I got some questions I want to ask you guys as well. So, let's start off by this. So, if the Chiefs win, is it fair to say this is a start to the new NFL dynasty?
0: Yes, I, I think so. It, oh, yeah, it is. I said it last year. I, I thought so last year. We're just looking at the projection, Mahomes he's, he's young. The Chiefs, they're young for the most part. I know, like I said earlier in our face, in our Facebook show, that Kelsey, he, he's, he's 31, 32. He's getting up there. But I mean, they he's he got a big contract. They just, they read him up, and they got um Tyree Hill. He ain't even thirty years old yet. Mahomes nowhere near thirty. So I mean, I think it's gonna be the start of a dynasty.
2: I mean, if they have they have the players in place, I think they have what Tyree Hill locked up. Uh, they got Travis Kelsey locked up for a couple more years, um, and then they locked up the the price position for how many years was it? Ten years? Fifteen?
1: It's been. It was a long contract, but I think what helps the Chiefs out is that that doesn't that new money doesn't count till the following oh, yeah. year.
2: But going back to what you said, I mean they have they have the the core in place. I think they have a young, promising running back in Clyde Edwards Hilaire who can complement it. I think that uh, the next thing for the Chiefs to do is continue to to you know hit home runs on these on on their draft picks and. Continue surround uh, give give you know give more protection to Patrick Mahomes and I think that you know what I think that Andy Reid can stick around for a couple more years and if they win if they can at least win if they pull off this Super Bowl I think I think that we can we can predict that yes this is starting a, a new franchise.
0: I do want to I, mean, I, I do want to see yeah my, my fault if there I do want to see that you know if if they win or whatever happens here in the Super Bowl. I mean, what they're going to do at the wide receiver position, obviously, because Sammy Watkins and Robinson, they re-signed them for this year. They're on one year deal. I think they'll be gone. That depth, they're going to lose some depth. And that star player is still going to be there, but they're going to lose a lot of depth this year. Um, they still got McCole Harmon. They have um Tyreek Hill to be back and Kelsey whatnot, But I want to see what how they replace some of these players with depth because Sammy Watkins, he's a he, he's a, he's, been, he's when he's on the field he contributes. And that's a big if. Whenever he's on the field, he's been the hurt. He's kind of like he just—he's always been the hurt. But then Robinson, I mean, you plug him in there, and like I said earlier, like he can be a number one or a number two on another another pretty good team. So they're gonna lose a few players this year. So I just want to see how they replace those in free agency or in the draft.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I agree. And the other thing too that we have to think about if D four then jump off sides when the Kansas City Chiefs played the New England Patriots a couple years back in the AFC Championship uh we could be talking potentially of the chiefs winning three super, uh super bowls in a row. So uh I definitely think you know the talk will be there if the chiefs do end up being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. Agreed. Yeah. Now let me ask you guys this. Is this game more important, important to Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes?
0: Mm. i say I'm, I'll say Tom Brady. You you left Tampa. I mean, you left New England. to Go to Tampa to win a, a win a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. And I think I think it's I think it's the way Mahomes. You, you man, we go. We got 15 more years of Patrick Mahomes. We only got like two years of Tom Brady. It's much it's much more important and, and and bigger for Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, let me let me get to to Tom Brady because time doesn't seem to be on their side, and I think the Chiefs can easily you know be in 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 the race to continuously be making these these uh opportunities to get into the playoffs and into Super Bowls.
1: yeah look tom brady's 43 years old he probably doesn't have a lot of time left to play in the nfl but who knows he might play till he's 55 or 65 you never know with that tb12 diet right mm-hmm. um but patrick mahomes still has another 10 to 15 years to be in this league i mean to me th- this is a legacy game not that tom brady doesn't have a legacy already but Let's be honest. There were a lot of questions when Tom Brady left New England earlier this year to join the Bucks, and you know a lot of people were saying that Tom was a system quarterback. Well, obviously, he's proven already that he's not. But still, this is probably going to be the most important Super Bowl in Tom Brady's career.
2: I think so too. I mean, like we we we've said in previous podcasts that you know the the stigma was that he was a system quarterback that was uh, created by Bill Belichick and the Patriots and. For Him to you know uh, break his break away from that and you know have a new team, new to be in a new team, and then have a whole different surrounding cast around you to, to be able to get to this point. I mean, wow,
1: let's talk about the coaches in Super Bowl 55. Uh, Andy Reid will be coaching in his third Super Bowl, and Bruce Arians would actually be coaching in his first as a head coach. So, let's break down the the coaching matchup, who do you trust more, Bruce Arians or Andy Reid?
0: I'm going Andy Reid. He was just in his game, for 12 months ago. I'm going Andy Reid. We have – I mean, Brent, um, Bruce Arians, he's been to Super Bowl as a coordinator. He has not been there as a head coach. Now, I know – I mean, I know he, he's an older coach or whatnot, so, you know, you you want to say he has experience but not Super Bowl experience. I'm going Andy Reid on this one.
2: Yeah, I mean, Bruce Arians, I think he's been under a lot of – uh criticism as of late well i mean not as of late but over the course of his head coaching experience i mean everywhere he's gone you know risk it if you don't risk it you don't get the biscuit right (laughs) or what is it no biscuit no risk no no
1: no risk it no biscuit i believe is the same yeah
2: there you go no risk it no biscuit so i think that with that with that kind of philosophy i think that sometimes it could if you know it could work towards your favor or against your favor so yeah i mean We've we seen Andy Reid. I mean, he's every team that he's. Well, I mean, most notable the when he was at his tenure with Philadelphia Eagles, they were always making runs in in the playoffs. Uh, they did get to the Super Bowl. They weren't able to seal the deal, but I think that was a huge monkey off of his back that he got when he won that Super Bowl last year. So, I think when it comes down to it, Andy Reid does a great job. Him and Eric Bieniemy. Which I think Eric Bieniemy should, 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 he should be a head coach in the NFL. I mean, he's been around Andy Reid. He's helped out with the actual development of, you know, Patrick Mahomes, and he just schemes up his players the right way. So when you look at it, you balance the two out. I would have to say Andy Reid.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with Andy Reid as well, but not to say that, um, That Bruce Arians will make some correct decisions this Sunday. Uh, But, of course, Andy Reid's been there. He's been coaching. He's been a head coach for a lot longer than what Bruce Arians has. Uh, Bruce Arians has kind of taken an approach this year to kind of let Tom coach. And he's even came out and said that, um, you know, kind of like sometimes I just sit back and watch. And uh, that's what happens when you have a veteran presence uh, like Tom Brady. Let's talk about some players that no one really has been talking about, but that you guys think might have a big game on Sunday. Let's start out with Jerry.
2: Wow, oh man, I think that uh <laughs> I'm I'm I mean you from okay, well, let's do both teams, right? Yeah. So the with the Bucks, I'm gonna say Scotty Miller. I think that when when his number's been called, he's he's answered the bill, and I think that you know as much as as much as we want to give mike evans and chris godwin and, and antonio brown you know all all the respect due i mean sometimes this, this this type of player gets lost in it and uh when you look at the chiefs i mean man i mean there's there they have a bunch of players i mean could could we actually see a Levy, a le a levion bell take over um i mean Le'Veon Bell, or let's just say Mikkel, Mik- Mikkel Hardman. So, give me Mikkel Hardman in this one. I mean, I think that... Uh, or, you know what? Let's go on defense, man. Let's get some defense in love. Darius Sneed, the rookie. The phen- I mean, he came out and he put up a great year. I think... Uh, let's, let, let, let's see Darius Sneed try to shut down what Tom... What Tom I want to say Tompa, uh What Tom Brady's going to do.
0: I'm a... From the Chiefs, I'm gonna go with Mike Pinnell on the defensive line. I think he you knows a couple get a, get some few get a few run stuff, on so Leonard Fournette, Ron Jones. I think he's gonna. I got to feel. I've been thinking about him all week, man. I think he's gonna have a pretty big game. Nobody really knows him, and um, he, you know he formerly of the Jazz. He played, but was with the Patriots too until they got cut. And he he was with the Chiefs last year. Had a pretty good Super Bowl, and you know he's a very disruptive pass rusher on that D line. He can get after. He can and he can stop the run too. So I'm gonna go with Mike Pinnell from the Chiefs defensive line. And from the um Tampa Tampa Buccaneers, I'm gonna go with Carlton Davis. I think he's gonna have a bounce back game. Tyree Hill scorched him about a, a month or so ago when they played in Tampa the first meeting for about 200 mm-hmm. some yards. I don't know the exact number, but it wasn't good. So I'm gonna go with Carlton Davis. I think he's gonna have a big game and might even get might get it, might even get an interception on Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah, I mean for me and on the Chiefs, I think Legarius Sneed and Jerry, you touched on that one earlier. And uh, for Tampa Bay, it's either going to be Scotty Miller. And you know what? I haven't heard too much talk of uh, Ronald Jones, Rojo. And I think he might have a big game on Sunday as well.
2: It's well overdue. I think that (laughs) when you least expect them to have a, to to be any kind of, you know, to to have any kind of impact, he just shoots out, gets you 150 yards. And if he could do that, wow, good luck to the Chiefs.
1: Let's talk about some a couple of ex pittsburgh Steelers that will be playing in the Super Bowl, one of them being Le'Veon for the Chiefs and Antonio Brown for the Buccaneers. Who do you guys feel will have a bigger impact in the game?
0: A.B. Antonio Brown. He is going to have a huge game. Well, I might might have made my pick in a few, but if I'm saying A.B. going to have a huge game, you probably already know where I'm leaning towards. But I'm going Antonio Brown. We haven't seen that same Le'Veon Bell since – I mean, he was okay his first year with the Jets, we just haven't seen the Pittsburgh Steelers Le'Veon Bell. We just haven't seen it. I mean, maybe it's just a scheme that he's been in lately or whatnot. I don't know. but I thought we'd see it with the Chiefs with all that talent that's around him, but we just haven't seen it yet. Maybe he's saving it for the big game. Who knows? But I'm going Antonio Brown.
2: Man, give me Antonio Brown. I think that I think that he wants to go ahead and solidify that, you know, all, all that baggage that he has been carrying around that. He finally got his stuff together, and he's ready to to, to show off. I, I mean, as much as Le'Veon Bell was uh, as an exciting player uh, with his time with the Steelers, I mean, he did try his best with the Jets, but it didn't work out. And he hasn't really been that big of a factor this season for the
0: Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with Antonio Brown as well. I think he, like Kyle Kendall was saying, he, I think he's going to have a big game if he's uh, close to 100%. I know he's dealing with that knee injury. And it's still questionable uh, questionable for Super Bowl Fifty Five, but I do I do feel he will have a bigger impact than Le'Veon Bell. All right, gentlemen, let's pick this game. Who wins Super Bowl Fifty Five?
0: Oh man, hey! After thinking about it all week, it's been a long week. I mean, then my neighbor came over to me the other day. He told me Kendall, he's and he's a Baltimore Raven fan. He came over and we we bet all we bet all year. Especially when the Patriots um, beat the Ravens a couple months back during the regular season, but um, he told me, he "said Kendall, I had a dream." He, I said, "What was your dream?" He said, "Tom Brady got number seven. He said, "Tampa won." So I'm going. I'm going with Tampa in a high scoring affair. I'm going. I'm going forty-one to thirty-six. Tampa.
2: Man, I would have to agree with this pick. I think that Tampa Bay, the defense and the greatest of all time, just makes it just it's the perfect it's the perfect recipe for success.
1: I gotta go with my preseason pick. I'm going Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
2: Man, what a storybook. I mean this this I mean this is the type of stuff that books are written about, man.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. I mean Tom Brady gets a seventh ring, and, I, you know, do you guys want to make an MVP prediction for the game?
0: Tom Brady gets his seventh ring. Antonio Brown gets MVP. He's going to have 10 catches for a buck buck 50 and two TDs.
2: Man, as much as I want to go Tom Brady, man, I I just think that – when was the last time we saw a defensive player – It's been a while. Von
1: Miller. Von Miller, I believe, in Super Bowl XV.
2: Man, give me. What's his name? Is it Devin White? Yes, sir. Give me Devin White.
1: What's the stat line if he wins?
2: It's going to be one interception, one fumble recovery, and a TD.
1: Yep, and I like Devin White to win the MVP. I think he's going to get two sacks, a forced fumble and an interception off of Patrick Mahomes.
0: Real, real quick, if you look at it, this game is set. Now I don't want to jinx Tampa or nothing. It's not really jinx, I'm just saying this game is set up for Tampa to win. It's in their stadium. They got embarrassed by Kansas City a couple months back. I mean, Tom Brady has last his two his last two he has lost his last two meetings to the Chiefs and the Chiefs are missing what like two or three stars on that offensive line. So if, if it's laid out for Tampa just to go out there and play a good game and win, it's laid out for it. It's perfect. So you know we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Well, I don't know who's officiating the game yet, but I know Tony Romo and Jim Nance are calling the game. I don't know who's officiating it yet. So I, I, it's gonna be. I want to. I want to see if they're gonna call the game tight to start the game, or just or they just they gonna let them play. I think the story
1: for this game is gonna be this Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers uh, defensive line. I really do, and I think they're gonna get enough pressure on the homes that. He's gonna make some uh, mistakes that we're not used to him, you know, making. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I I think this Tampa Bay defense is gonna be the story of the game.
0: I can't and, wait to see what Tarbo's has in store for that Kansas City offense.
2: I want to I want to name an honor an honorary um, MVP, and that's gonna be Tony Romo with his
0: <laughs> with this. I play love Tony Romo
2: with his play-by-play man. <laughs>
1: Congratulations, Tony! You made it to a Super Bowl. Oh
2: <laughs> man. Oh so, boy! It's all good.
1: Yeah, no, he he is a great announcer, and he I like I love the way he breaks down the game. Um, you know, people forget back when they played. I believe it was Week Ten that this this game was pretty uh, it was pretty close at the end. Just uh, yeah, ran out of ran out of time. So uh, very uh, interesting matchup. It can go either way. But those are our picks for Super Bowl Fifty Five. Coming up next, NFL draft prospect from Midland University, Warren Thomas, will join us. But first, a word from our sponsor. Whether you're flexing your faith or customizing clothes, Lambs of God Designs is a place to go. Check out the latest merch at lambsofgod.faith. Use the promo code East West to get 10% off your order. Now back to the show. Warren Thomas, how you doing? Good. How are you? Great. Hey, appreciate your time. And uh, welcome to the East West Football Podcast. Yes, sir, Warren. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right, sir. The floor is yours. Go ahead and tell us who Warren Thomas is.
3: Uh, well... I am from Houston, Texas, uh mainly. I grew up in like Missouri City area. I uh, went to Ridge Point High School. It's in uh Sienna out by Sugarland, out out there in Missouri City. But uh, yeah, I played uh D line most of my time there, then I played uh, offensive of line my senior year actually. I just moved there. I ended up starting and I had a pretty good year. It was a pretty good year for me. I Played, um, I got like some D2 and I, looked, I didn't really get like a lot because it's my only year really. And uh, I was went there, I went to, actually went to Midland out of uh, college and I played a line and I just wasn't trying to play a line anymore. I just really want to play a D-line again. So I had to uh, transfer to Lamar. I had to wait a little bit to get eligible. Uh, staff got fired, so I just went over to Kilgore. I was working out and just went over to Kilgore and I walked on there. I was able to start there you know, most of the games of the season, about almost all of them. It's pretty fun. You know, it was a good experience going we against people at a higher level. That you know, was my first year back after like a year off, really a year and a half almost. But yeah, it was pretty good to just go out there, you know, to battle. It just taught me like so many like, lessons, you know, just going against people like that. Just being in that environment, you know, it's, it's not easy. And a lot of people quit, you know, just... That was pretty fun. But I ended up going back to Midland. I knew the coordinator and I knew like my old roommate was still there and they uh, wanted me to come back. So I ended up going back there. Uh, registered for a year. I was able to get stronger a little faster. And then I ended up starting my last two years. I got like 12 sacks, 2 to 1 TFLs. I was able to score this year. That was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that was, I mean, after that I had, um, I was thinking about, I know they were talking about having a year to come back, but I felt, you know, I'm healthy. I played, I'm 23 I'm in front graduate, graduates so, and I was trying to move on. And I got invited to the Tropical Bowl in Orlando. So I was able to do that, that was pretty fun. You know, I got two sacks there at TFA and I was able to, I think I had a good week, you know, I was able to talk to some teams and stuff. So I think it's pretty good for me, as a small school person getting out there. A lot of people went back to school, so you know, a lot of opportunities. I went to CGS and we did a workout there. Talked to a few scouts there too, and then now just uh, getting ready for the draft. I mean, a combine, really, draft process and all that.
1: Well, perfect. So one thing I do want to ask you is, you know, for uh, for you know NFL GMs, you know, teams uh, in the NFL and CFL that are listening to this podcast, what's one thing that you can bring to that locker room?
3: I feel like uh, I'm not gonna quit. I feel like a lot of people, my situation would have probably just quit, or just gave up. You know, it's not like, it's not worth it. But I've never just quit before. I've never been. I've always done my job. I feel like I've always that's why I've always been like you know starting. I feel like people feel like they can rely on me, and like you now always uh come through. I feel like they have the ability to make plays. I mean, a lot of plays on third and fourth down throughout my career. Just being able to, you know, get people off the field. You know, just bringing energy to the team. You know? Just in workouts, just hanging out with people, no matter what, you know, just walking, talking to people.
1: Uh, what's one word that you would describe your your playing style?
3: I say just, I say fun. I just like athletic, fun, you know, just, just quick. Just words like words like that. I like to just make plays, you know, just bring energy, just making, just using my athleticism, length, and quickness stuff
0: like that hey what's going on what's going on Warren hello hey man first I want to thank you for joining us tonight and whatnot and mm-hmm. I've seen a few of your highlights on linkedin and some of your social media platforms i'm very they're very impressed i really i do want to let you know that from right off right mm-hmm. off from the start i think um yeah I, I like I like getting the, i like reaching out to these small school guys getting getting just getting some of the small school guys on because I don't feel like i get enough exposure so you know, and I think it's great, you know, just to have you come on, just tell your story, cause you know we all have a story. But um one thing I want to ask you is, okay, so you're a you're a defensive end outside linebacker, right? You can play both. Mm. Who who in the NFL right now do you look up to? Like do you mind your game after? Uh I
3: would say a couple people I like Frank Clark and um Jones, Chandler Jones for the Cardinals, two people I like just because uh like they have like length and uh they're like stronger than maybe they look like they are. And I like the way they play, the aggressive way they play and they have fun. All right, that's why I like them.
0: Okay. And like I said, you could, like, if I'm a, if I, let's, let's just say I'm a, I'm a scout or agent, I'm talking to you. And, and this year's draft, you know, and you say you know, you're, you're draft eligible this year. What do you see yourself like? I mean, I know you can't, you don't know where you can get drafted at, you know, if you get drafted or whatnot. But where do you think your skill set, just you, you knowing yourself, where do you think you, you should be drafted at? Like, what round do you think you, could, you should go in?
3: Mm, I mean, I'm a smaller school person. I'm not even. I know people don't really heard a lot about me. so I am like, oh yeah, I'm a first round. I think I can come on a team. You know, get signed. They can do the right thing, make a uh, roster. You know, just do my best. Just always do my job. I feel like that's something that's always been important to people, especially in the NFL. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so if it, if it's if it's, it's 39, and, and and you 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 play for the Chiefs, Frank Clark, he, he's hurt. I need you to come in off the bench. And I say, hey, I'm I'm in I say, hey man, uh Warren, I need you to you know hey, we need to play for you. It's 39. Mm-hmm. We gotta get um we gotta get Brady off the field. We gotta get this time of offense off the field. And I at Frank thought he just he just he just pulled a hamstring and you're next on the depth chart. We at, we had, we you we had to activate you for the, for that game. What, what, you, what you got for me? You go, I know, I'm sure you will to give me y'all because it's your first opportunity. What you got for me? What can you guarantee?
3: Man, I mean, I'm just, I've always been like a loose person, so I try not to be nervous. I've never been like a nervous, just be like weird. I just try to just have fun, you know, just take everything how it is. So I feel like I just do my job. The first important thing, you know, just be do your job. I feel like it's important to anything. Don't try to do too much. I feel like it's another thing people try to, that makes you kind of nervous or makes you mess up is trying to do too much. So I feel like just not try to do too much. You know, It's other people on the field. Try to work off with them. You know, I feel like I just do my job, do well, make some plays. I you heard you did. What works out.
0: Hey, what's one of your most – as a defensive end or outside, you know, outside linebacker, you know, in 3-4 or not, what's one of your patented moves? Do you have that Dwight Franny, uh spin move? Or do, are you just like a furious – just a just – a, I mean, because I've seen some of your highlights, but I've seen a lot of different things you can do.
3: Yeah, I like to try to do – a lot, because I used to play online, so I feel like I just understand a lot of things. I like to try to do different things. I like to just do kind of a chop, you know, speed, try to use some speed. Then probably kind of convert to a long arm because I don't I have longer arms. My juco coach kind of taught, helped me out with that, being able to use my arms as an advantage. So just like really just mixing it up in general, though, depending on what you're going against, you know. You never know.
0: Hey, real, real fair, man. Appreciate it, Warren. I wish you the best, uh, best. I wish you the best of luck in, in the whole drive process. And hopefully we get to hear your name call in April. Thank you so much. Thank you hey, for having me so much, bro.
1: Hey Warren, I do have a couple more questions uh, before we let you go. One of them being, of uh, who? So your game, like, who did you mold it after? Was it you know a you know one of these NFL players that you saw on TV? Was it someone that on your on your on your team or like who who mm-hmm. exactly do you kind of like mold
3: your game after? Well, I try not necessarily play style, but um, I'm from uh, Houston, so I'm a, I'm, I've am been a big uh, Texans fan. I'm a big J.J. Watt person. I watch a lot of videos and just, like, the impact he has, you know. Just, I mean, I've just been in the stadium. I used to work there. Like, he he does anything, you know, it makes everybody stand up. And then it's like when he do something, like, the whole team kind of does something. I feel like I've always been able to do that, like, in school, just, like, you know, make a play on fourth down or, yeah. you know, be the first person to get a TFL, you know, just just doing something, you know, make everybody – to make everybody just turn up, you know, make everybody bring energy, help momentum. But as far as just play style, I would say kind of like a, a Chandler Jones or a Frank Clark kind
1: of. Yeah, and you said you used to work there?
3: Yeah, I used to work at um, – I did security CSC for um, one year when I was uh, – before I went to Juco, I was at Lamar. I worked – for the 2016 season. Brock Oswald yeah. was quarterback, yeah. Well, I mean, how was your experience? I mean, how, how was it um, – I've been a huge Texas fan. I actually never been to a game, but I had always been a huge fan. And then that whole season, I got to basically go to every game. And then they went to the playoffs, and that was it was incredible. Uh, I was I was kind of sad because JJ Watt was actually injured, but it was it was incredible just seeing like the atmosphere, like seeing all the people, like seeing you know how many people come to games. And I did college games
0: stuff like that. It was just being able to well, see yeah. that. It was pretty cool. I'm sure right now it's not the best time to be a Texas it, fan right now. And, I'm, and, I'm sure, uh, and and, no and that, that and that <laughs> leads me to that. my next question, Warren. I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> I got to ask you that the Deshaun Watson saga continues. Obviously, mm. um, since the season ending, um, there's been a lot of rumors, you know, speculation that he wants out of Houston. There's been a lot of different coaching changes there. Uh, most notable, obviously, the head coaching uh, position with David Coley now mm. being the head coach. Uh, Nick Casero coming in to be the GM. Mm-hmm. Let me just get your thoughts on the whole situation, not just the Deshaun Watson trade request, but just how this franchise people forget two years ago, they were up by a lot 24. of points. Yeah, they were up by a lot <laughs> of points against the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> in the divisional mm-hmm. playoffs. Let me just get your thoughts on this Houston Texas situation.
3: That's uh, that's really what I was I was saying. But I didn't I didn't think uh, he should leave. Obviously, as a person, just being a fan, but I mean we feel a certain way and you know they traded D Hop was another thing. It's just disgusting. But I mean they mismanaged the entire thing. I've been there listening to the wrong people, listening to Easter V and all that. I don't know why that's the person they're listening to, but that's really what's <laughs> been going on. That's what I mean we were it's two it literally two years ago. I was talking to my friend about that a year ago. I was in my room watching the t- Texas be up by 24 <laughs> I remember that. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's crazy how things change so quick, right?
3: I know. Yeah, yeah but hey, the-
1: uh, but on a, on a good note, let, let's, uh, let's finish the interview with this. So for all the GMs, NFL personnel, CFL personnel, um, even XFL personnel, mm-hmm. XFL will be back next year. Uh, what do you want them to know about you that maybe they don't?
3: Uh, like I was saying, I'm just uh, I'm a hard worker. I've always I mean, I feel like I've just been working. You can ask anybody. I mean, I'm not just a I don't like to just do whatever my do whatever do my own thing. I miss workouts. Don't really get in trouble or anything much. And then just I mean just being able to bring that enthusiasm to, for the game. I mean i always love the game, and I feel like a lot of people say they love the game, but a lot of people do it for other reasons. Or well, when it comes time, they don't really love it as much as they say they do. But just bringing that, like, passion, you know, and stuff for the game, I feel like it's a big thing.
1: All right. Well, appreciate your time, Warren. And uh, good yes luck sir, to you Warren. in this year's draft. And uh, hopefully catch up with you down the road.
3: Of course. Thank you all so much.
1: All right. Appreciate Thank
3: you.
1: it, man. All right. And that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this edition of the East West Football Podcast. For all your latest news and updates, make sure you go to eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also our new YouTube channel, EastWestFootballNetwork.com.
0: Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, got
3: this No, it's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniel's-